Welcome to the Fans Edge Sports Talk Podcast, hosted by your boy, Michael Wilson. I want to give listeners a fresh take on all things sports. I'm not a professional, but I am a fan just like you. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel on all of our social media platforms, that be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and make sure you hit the like and subscribe button on our YouTube so let's get to the show, man. Um, I got to start this off with this Heisman discussion because people are starting to drive me crazy with this Heisman discussion, guys. Um, I understand Oklahoma puts up Baker Mayfield uh, in the discussion, puts up uh, Kyler Murray. He wins the Heisman. Uh, puts up Jalen Hurts. In a discussion, like every OU quarterback is either winning it or in a discussion. And we in like week nine right now. Caleb Williams has what one start and struggled against Kansas. And we want to put this man, Caleb Williams, in the Heisman when you got guys like Bryce Young, you got guys like CJ Stroud, Kenneth Walker. Um, Travion Henderson. You got like so many other guys who have been playing basically the whole season, and you it it's just like crap on the war. Is this a popularity contest um, of schools or what is it, man? Um, so I definitely wanted to open it up, get that off my chest. Um, you do see that I am doing this show by myself right now, and it will be like that. For a for a bit, man. Uh, you know, one thing that we always have to tackle, and that's hard, is is um, you know, we have to take care of ourselves, and we have to realize this is something that I struggle with. Sometimes it is okay to take a backseat, focus on you or your family or whatever you might need to get uh corrected. And let me get this camera. Down. Yeah. And, um, you know, then you can, you know, you can come back, but, um, you know, your, your family and your mental health, um, it is, is great and make sure that you all are taking care of that. And, uh, any of our listeners, you know, if you need someone to talk to, talk to someone, um, the advice that you might want to hear, you know, it might not be everything that you want to hear, but it might be what you need to hear. And, um, I mean, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself, keeping the people who truly love you close to you. But uh, let's get back to the show. Uh, games of the week, man. Um, we got – I pick four big games. I will be putting out uh, my picks after this show. So go ahead and check those out. You might be kind of telling where I'm leaning at in the show. Um, but definitely make sure that you go check out the uh, our picks. They will be posted on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. So make sure you're checking that out. All right, man. We got a Saturday big noon kickoff um, on Fox, man. You know, Fox, they like to have these primetime games at night. And it's, I mean, not at night, but 
early in the morning. And it's understandable. ESPN had already done their prime time, 7.30 games, uh, Central Time, 6.30. But they already do that. So um, Fox was like, hey, we're going to have our big time games early, you know. So, boom, you got number six, Michigan versus number eight, Michigan State. Um, oh, my goodness, man. Uh I am ready to see this game. Now, you got a guy in uh, Kenneth Walker who's been the most explosive player with Michigan State. And the way Michigan State ends up setting you up is they set you up with that running game, boom, hit you with the play action. Same thing with Michigan. We really have not seen too much of the passing game. The key to them winning this game is for them to get involved in a passing game, and I think early because once Michigan State gets going, their wide receivers – and their running back is um, definitely hard to take out. But then on the other side, Michigan, you got Haskins, which I think is one of the most underrated guys in college football right now. And if you haven't watched him, this is a game to watch him. Um, whether he comes alive, this is going to be a big-time game. I got faith in Mel Tucker. Michigan State won this game last year, and that was Mel Tucker's first year. Look at what Mel Tucker is doing this second year. He has this team ranked eighth. They are ahead of schedule. Listen to me, ahead of schedule. So, um, you know, some people is like, ah, oh, Michigan going to win this game. All right. It is in East Lansing as well. That fan base is crazy. If anybody knows, I know. You see the hoodie. So be checking my picks for that. Michigan is a six-point favorite with the over-under set at 52 and a half. I think that these teams that, you know, are going to, it's going to be a filling out process. See whose running game can get off uh, going in the beginning. So I don't see this game taking off in the, in the first quarter. You can either have zero, zero, or it could be seven, seven. I personally think unless the defense, the defenses get involved, which I think both defenses are uh, going to be amazing, which I like defensive games. So, um, I'm not sure if that over-under is going to hit. I mean, you're basically saying that each team is going to at least get 25 um, or minimum 25. So you would need each team to get like 27 to hit. It could possibly happen. It could possibly happen. But like I said, they're going to have to eat both teams. They're going to have to win this game by who can throw the ball. Whoever throws the ball the best is going to win this game. Um, moving on, Boston College versus Syracuse. Syracuse comes in as a five-point favor with the over-under set at 51 and a half. Saturday, 2.30 p.m. kickoff on ESPN3. And people are like, Mike, why are you picking this game? Why I like to pick evenly matched games. People will say, oh, this game sucks. How does this game suck? These teams are evenly matched. And to be honest, um, you're talking about two teams who have gave Clemson runs for their money. And I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about in years when Clemson was good, playoff good, people. And uh, you're you're talking about a head coach in Jeff Halfley doing the thing. Uh, a lot of people aren't talking about him for this USC LSU jobs. If I was the athletic director, what that man is doing at Boston College, 
Uh, I, I could just imagine what he could do if I gave him some talented recruits. And he's getting those there at Boston College, too. Um, versus Syracuse, this is, um, I like to say, defense, defensive games. Um, both of these offenses struggle. Um, both of the defenses can make plays. This is going to be a defensive game, I believe, as well. So I'm not sure about that. That over-under is going to hit. It's the ACC. All right, um, Ole Miss versus Auburn, number 10 versus number 18. And you know who I left when I out the discussion when I was talking about the Heisman was Matt Corral. Because to be honest, this guy should be the front runner. And what this guy is doing, you're talking about their only loss, only loss was to an Alabama team. That's their only loss. And you know what? This got me thinking, and, you know, y'all have heard me. I've been saying I'm not for this expanded playoff crap. I'm really not. But if Ole Miss finishes this season with just one loss, like, damn. Because I, I honestly think, like, they could possibly be one of those teams that actually deserve a chance. I mean, yeah, they lost bad to Alabama. but if they're still playing their best ball at the end of the season, I believe in, you know, the second half of the season. So, I mean, Ole Miss versus Auburn. Auburn's 18. I think they're going to get kicked right back out of the top 25. Saturday, 6 p.m. kickoff on ESPN. Uh, Auburn comes in as a two-point favorite. That line might have changed since I put this down. It should have changed with the over-under set at 65 and a half, and you're talking about a Matt Corral who has just been battling through injuries and all of that. So, I mean, I definitely would like to go with my guy, Matt Corral, if I could. I apologize for that, people. Your boy is messing up over here, man. Like I said, man, it's just me. So, you know, there, there's a lot more that I have to do now. So, moving on to our last game, we got number five, Ohio State versus Number 20, Penn State. And people was like, oh, why do you pick this game? And because we already saw Penn State lost to Illinois. But what history tells us is, is Ohio State, Penn State play each other close. Um, do I think that this game is going to be close? No. But here's the thing and why I picked this game. Everybody's saying Ohio State has not played anybody. We do see Penn State struggled. They struggled on the offensive side, couldn't really get any points. Sean Clifford did not look healthy like they are saying that he is. He still looked hurt. He still looked injured. Um, and I think he's still going to have that same problem. Ohio State opens up as an 18-point favorite, was having a conversation with a friend yesterday who was saying he's betting Penn State covers. And I'm telling you, I don't think Penn State is going to cover. Now, this is going to be the best defense that this Ohio State team has faced by far this season, even better than the Oregon team that they lost to. And that's what this matchup I want to see. Ohio State's offense, can they match up with that defense? Um, also, can the DBs stop a Jahan Dotson? Those are the matchups that I want to see. But I'll tell you this. James Franklin, he's out of there, man. This guy is not focused on this team. 
came out of this press conference this week, if you have not seen, talking about Illinois. Yeah, we're going to play Illinois in the big in the big house. If anybody knows college football, the big house is definitely that team up north, Michigan. That's not the shoe, Ohio Stadium. Um, definitely not Illinois. It's the Ohio State. Whoops, let me turn the right way. Uh, uh, the Ohio State. Like, this dude is tripping. Tripping. So, um, Jim Har, uh, I mean, uh, might as well call him Jim Harbaugh. James Franklin. And then everybody talking about, oh, he could go here, he could go here. I think that if he does leave, he should go to U- USC um, over LSU because at LSU, I see him losing his job in two to three years. You're talking about Oklahoma, Texas team that's about to come in. Um, that's just more losses that you might as well just add to James Franklin because when you talk about him, look at 2017 and look at 2018. They had great players. You're talking about Saquon Barkley. They lost the games by one point. In a game that they were ahead in. Why? No, I wouldn't say that it was just superior depth by Ohio State. No, I would not say that. I would say it's James Franklin play calling. Terrible. And, I mean, any analyst after the game normally go to James Franklin play calling. Um, so, I, I definitely don't see uh, this game getting out of hand um for Penn State or anything like that. Uh in the second half, Ohio State runs away. Uh Penn State is not going to be able to hang in. James Franklin is not that guy. You will see a blowout um uh, in this game. Ohio State will cover. You could say that I'm saying this because I'm a homer. You could say that you don't want to trust me, but this offense, you can say that they haven't played anybody, but the offense is the offense. You're talking about even before, before the season started, they said these are the best wide receiver duo. Jackson Smith and Jigba has more receiving yards than Chris Olave, who's projected to go first round wide receiver as a true sophomore. And then you're seeing Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes, that is the son of Hall of Fame, Marvin Harrison, yes, he's making uh, people miss. Uh, they Indiana definitely misunderstood their assignment. If you haven't seen the highlight, just go to the Ohio State Instagram page. They'll show you the missed assignment. Um, but those are the games that I wanted to talk to. What I will start doing, um, like I said, it's me. So these videos will possibly pop up at any time when I have time to do them. There is going to be more videos. Um, I want to have more breakdowns. These are going to be on me. Um, you know, and I want everybody out there, man, pray for Essex. Um, we keep him uh, in our prayers. We hope that he can get back to us. And, um, you know, he uh, focuses on what he needs uh, to focus on. So everybody just keep him in your prayers. Uh, if you If you know him personally, just shout out. Just call him. Check in and see how he's doing. Uh, you know, we need uh, real people, and we need to be there for for people. You know, uh, one thing, you know, I have discussions 
And, you know, this is off of sports, but sometimes you just got to talk about real life. And I've had discussions, you know, with friends. And the one thing is, is we always talk about is, you know, we don't look out for each other. And in this world, it's always self, 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 self. How can I help myself? And we never looking out for one another. So we need to start doing that a whole lot more. Um, I want to thank you all uh, for joining the Fans Edge today. Make sure that you are following us on all of our social media platforms. If listening to us on YouTube isn't your style or you just don't have a chance to, we are on all of your podcast platforms, um, your three major ones, Anchor, um, Spotify. And if you would like to come on to the show, Hop on the Facebook group. Let me know or shoot me a DM in our uh, on my Twitter or Instagram, and we will work a time for you to come on the Fans Edge Fan Corner um, because this show is built for you all. Um, again, I would like to thank you all. Um, hope that you all understand the changes and that you all stick around. Um, I think that you all are definitely going to like them. Um, be checking those picks. The picks I'm about to start posting right now at the end of this show. Um, so that I appreciate you all. Uh, this is awkward. I, I like having some people on, man. So definitely, if anybody want to come hop on the show with your boy, let me know. Y'all have a good day. Peace. I'm out. Thank you.